Dr. Stokes. Bitch, been done said fuck it. Words I never trust, they had to get gangsta on these niggas. I ain't the one to fuck with. Studio sessions booked just so I can get some shit off. Fuck with him first and slit with his homie, that's a spin off. You know, we are all artists, you know what I'm saying? This definitely is like a mutual bond between music, I would say, you know. Bring everything, um, man. Music, culture, food. For sure. That, man. We musicians are you know, I think we are like a, a jack of all trades, kind of like, you know what I'm saying? So, like, Thanks. you know, like when I think about what everybody can do, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, get like, it, man. We all talented people, bro. You know what I'm saying? You round down shit. <laughs> you, you a damn chef. Yeah. 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 This nigga Mr. Fix It. Yeah, this nigga Mr. Fix It. Stop doing that shit. Hey man, I'm just resourceful. That's all that is. I'm just resourceful. You fix cars? I think I got like a. I got air. I ain't got no glass. I got a sex on the beach going on. A sex on the beach. I got some nigga shit just straight Jim Beam. Where these niggas was like, damn, kill another little bro. <laughs> hey, that used to be the thing though back in 
Yeah, yeah. yeah. Had to just be able to beat on the table. And you just had to be the best one, for real, for real. So I start rapping with a nigga. <laughs> 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 Y'all can have the beat, bro. But the beats came later. But nah, for me, I'd probably say, like, my love kind of came, like, early, like, because I've been playing drums since I was four. So, like, you know, for that, and then, like, being in band, and then, like, my dad rapping. So, like, all of that just, like, mixed in together on top of, like, just loving, like, the sounds and shit, like, how music make you feel. Music's like a feel thing. You know what I'm saying? Like you can you can listen to some shit that'll determine your motherfucking mood for real, for real. And so like for me it didn't necessarily like I don't really know. Like I can't ever really say when I wasn't in love with it. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's just like it's something that followed you through. It's just yeah. something that followed me through. Like even like recording my first songs at like sixteen. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like performing, you know, around strippers and shit at like sixteen. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that shit took me for a motherfucking surprise. I said, oh, okay, this is a good yeah. little intro. Right. You know? But, like, um, yeah, bro, like, that's that's really where, like, the love came from. Like, and then my uncle, like, my uncle, oh, he used to stay in, like, the basement back in the day. Mm-hmm. And this nigga had, like, you know, back in the day, you had one of them big-ass, loud-ass yeah. stereos. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So he used to have all that, and then nigga playing Red Man. The locks, like Method Man, like all these loud ass people. You know my grandma, like you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So like, she's having a fit, but like, yeah, like just always being a shorty, just always being around it for sure. Like that's why I fell in love for it. You know what I mean? So yeah, okay. I mean, for me, I can definitely say the same thing. It's like. I can say my love and taste for music definitely came from my mom. She had the most like large palette when it came to music. Like the stuff that she was listening to was very different than anything I ever heard any other family member listening to, especially my dad. Like my dad's favorite artist was Trick Daddy. Like and to this day if wow. you ask him that he'll he'll probably still say that. Wow. Trick Daddy little kid. I ain't never So it's like having those two differences in the household definitely attributed and then just like most every other person, like I had heavy influence in the church. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was in the choir as a child, I could sing. As an adult now, not so much. But you know, and then I always find let's myself. Let's hear a note. <laughs> 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 we give you a little. <laughs> you said let's hear a note. Yeah. We give you a little Scott on. I give you some little Travis Scott with a little auto tune. Oh Jesus, no! You be you be giving us a little Jill Scott in there. Right. You hear a nigga humming in the kitchen. Ooh. <laughs> but yeah, like I always found myself like. Anytime I was in the church, I always found myself around the piano. And that just kind of carried out through life. Like, even now, I can't completely play piano like I would like to, but I can definitely find certain chords or find certain melodies very easily. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I just kind of fell in love with writing as I got older. Yeah. yeah. And, like Twan was saying, how you feel music, I just felt the words is what you feel the most. And that's yeah. what kind of made me fall in love with music and turn me into the artist I am now. Yeah. Yeah. So, 
Yeah, yeah I understand that for real, because, like, for real, for real, music for me was, like, my only thing. Like, I feel like I wasn't really getting that much attention growing up. So, like, music was kind of, like, my safe space. Kind of all I had in a way. So, yeah, I understand that. How has music changed for y'all, like, since y'all first started loving it to now? Like, how's it changed? Has it grown? Has it diminished? Has it stagnated? Okay, what, are we talking about a certain genre or just music overall? Because I feel like music is just, I feel like music's forever changing. Yeah. yeah music you know, in general is always forever changing. But the shit that you listen to the most, the shit that resonates with you. Oh, okay. You mean like our taste? Yeah. Okay. I say it's a love-hate relationship. And the reason I say it's a love-hate relationship is because what made me fall in love with music will forever make me hold on to music and have faith in music just because every artist can bring some different component to music to make you still hold on to that love for it but my hate for it is people who are not doing it for the artistry people who are not actually artists people who are just doing it to be popular or you know some artists who are just they fit a certain look so they have writers and all that shit and call themselves an artist when they're really not I mean, you know, can you kind of put that on the artist though? Like those people, if that's how the labels are kind of like making everything. That's how people responded to it. Yeah. I mean, I I figure like, like I can't I can't really hate on how like somebody figured it out. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? At the same time, I do feel like damn, I do I'm sitting on this load of time yeah. and this stuff, and I and it discredit time. And yeah, it, and it feels like yeah. it discredits yourself. But it doesn't necessarily like discredit yourself. I think they can both coexist on the same plane. You feel me? Mm-hmm. People get respect. Now you gonna have your people who get clout and do it for the clout and shit. Like they gonna get paid or whatever, but they're not gonna have that reverence down the line. And not gonna be looked at in that regard. Like, oh, this was that motherfucker. And not gonna be looked at like that. That's reserved for the people who actually did put in time, effort, and blood, sweat, and tears and shit. This nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, but it's like, real shit. You think, you think that would be the code to make you get to those places? But like, one thing that I've learned about life in general, mm-hmm. outside of just you know music or any other um, area, is that like, there's no rule book to this shit. No, Niggas think not. that oh, I'm doing this, I'm putting in this work, I'm doing this. It's really just cracking into that shit any way you can. Like, there's really no code. It used to be. Yeah. yeah, it used yeah. to. No, be I said I can't hate on a nigga who how he figured it out. That's, but that's it's what the streaming era kind of brought. Right, yeah. nowadays yeah, right. it's just using social media to your advantage to seeing where you can crack the code and think and about crack it. Into the industry. You ain't even got to make a song about anything. You can make a song saying absolutely nothing out of that. That's true. It's got as long as as long as it sound good for real sonically, and as long as you can kind of dance to it, move to yeah. it, bob your head to it, like, and then from there. You yeah. kind of got foundation to build your formula to keep your longevity, right. you know, mm-hmm. in relevance. So, yeah. Yeah, it is a formula. You gotta, you know. Yeah, because I feel like people like Baby King, uh, Travis Scott, because yeah. his sound has kind of been consistent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and definitely. Um, he's one of, one of the more so popular artists, you know, in the game these last couple of years and <laughs> yeah. still now. Yeah. Drake is one of those people for oh, yeah. sure. Drake, mm-hmm. you know what I'm he's saying? Drake. Future too. <laughs> if you think about it, future too. Yeah. Like future oh, yeah. has future, future has evolved, but as you can see over these last couple of years, he's found his niche and he's yeah. kind of like stayed there. He'll venture out every now and then, yeah. but for the most part, future walking in the not, studio on fifteen minutes without like, right. Yeah. He's not as adventurous as he once was, right? Yeah. Because there's no really need to anymore. 
Like, you yeah. kind of just solidified yourself in the game. Like, right. You know. But as far as, like, my taste in music and how it's changed, I ain't never really, like, listened to R&B like that. Like, R&B was, like, too emotional for me. Mm-hmm. And that kind of, like, plays into me. Yeah, that kind of plays into me. Right. You want to sing? Right. The fuck? That was more <laughs> so, like, a personal thing for me because I didn't really know how to deal with my emotions growing mm-hmm. up. So, listening to R&B, I was like, oh, this shit's way too emotional. Yeah. Rap is safer for me to be able to, like, decode and receive mm-hmm. and vibe to without touching on the emotional aspect of it because music yeah, touches on your emotions sometimes emotions. but yeah. i wasn't trying to deal with that at the moment but like now that i'm older i'm more in tune with who i am r&b is actually what i gravitate to more versus rap now because rap has gotten so i guess one-sided to me like there's nothing multi-dimensional about it anymore like niggas used to actually be talented and actually, it used to be so many different rappers, but they all brought something different to the game. Now it's just like one lane, uh, it seems yeah, like. one big plane. And now that you say that, that kind of puts it in better words of what I was trying to say as far as my hate for the side of that love-hate relationship with it. Because everybody is pretty much doing the same shit. Yeah. 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 It's not too many people doing anything different. And then the people that are different, they don't get the recognition they deserve. Yeah. Like for example, like Big Crit, he's in he's in conversations for being one of the greatest artists, but it shouldn't even really be a debate to be honest. Right. Like he's yeah. it should be like like up there. Something you know? that I think about too like. is that do y'all think that like with platforms like B T and stuff like that that used to be like directly marketed and for black people, do you feel like those platforms falling off kinda influence like the type of shit we get today as far as music? Yeah, the whole yeah. climate change. You yeah. know, like, um, on, on, on the music scale, as far as what we're watching, what we're listening to, how we're listening to it, like, all of that's changed. We kind of have it in our own hands. Right, music videos used to be an event. When yeah. you heard on yeah. a commercial for 106 and Park that a new video was premiering for a certain artist, Especially like Buster niggas Rimes, made sure they was in front of the TV like at that. 6 o'clock. Right. You, know right. you, you already knew that, that shit was going to be hard. You ain't just granted. True. Yes, yeah. Access yeah. Granted. Yeah. Yeah. We was watching Access Granted for uh, Lil Wayne's Lollipop the other day. That shit's different. Rap City, The Rap Basement, City, like the stuff basement. like that. Oh, like, that oh, that's a missing element. But I won't even say it's that, like, that going away has anything to do with it. I would say, like, the climate change. Like, back then, it was, like, really East Coast rain. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I mean, now, you know what I'm saying? Like, the South has kind of been in this era, like, of rain for a good little second. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and now it's kind of gotten to the point where other coasts want to sound like the shit down here. Right. So now you hear that little influence kind of everywhere you go now. So now it's kind of like everybody's reshifted their sound in a way. Right? So bless you. you. So in a way, you know what I mean? You kind of got, like, this new wave of shit now. I mean... Granted, I do think, like, the platforms, like, the basement and all that shit were dope because it got to, like, really showcase artists and, like, talented artists and what they can really do, what they can really bring to the game, you know what I'm saying? And objectively, you know what I'm saying, you say, like, Big Crit is top anything, you know, which I agree he is, you know what I'm saying? But objectively, you always got to say, well, what defines great? You know what I'm saying? What's never going to be a definite answer? Mm -hmm. Right, and what what changed... What shifted that that focus from like the East Coast 
or because the, the West Coast had their moment too. With Everybody the West Coast never didn't have their moment. Yeah, yeah but it's, what it was the moment? But what was shifted. that shift from the South? Because the South has been like on niggas' necks for like since Soldier Boy. Well, Andre three thousand said the South got something to say. From that moment on, mm-hmm. niggas paid attention. Niggas like at least look. If you, and then over time, like we just started flooding the gate, but like the Ti Ludacris era and all that shit. So if you we just start flooding, yeah, if you think, think about it, like, shit, but if you think about it though, the South is bigger. Like in terms of like, if you talk about East Coast artists, right? You got like the DMV, right? So that's three states. You got the tri-state area, Philly, Some people Jersey. That to be the South, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but, the East yeah, Coast? yeah. I'm talking. Yeah, well, sometimes Maryland, yeah, depending on what you. Mason Dixon. Yeah, so that's objectively right, but. We still got New York, you got Philly, you got New Jersey, you know what I'm saying? But you don't really hear a rapper from Boston, you know what I mean? Or a motherfucker from New Hampshire, right? But you got artists from, you know what I'm saying? Right, you know what I mean? But you but you got niggas from North Carolina, you got niggas from Georgia, you got niggas from Tennessee, you got motherfuckers from uh, um, Texas, you know what I'm saying? Like, and it's, it's just a bigger climate, so it's like the South, when it took over, it's like, well, you say South, really though, you only over. talk about, like, certain certain areas, though. You don't really sure. say, say, even though North Carolina is the South, you don't say North Carolina. Like, it was Atlanta, South it was Nashville, Memphis, Memphis Texas, for sure. Houston, yeah. Texas. and maybe Miami or Louisiana, something. Yeah, like Miami, Louisiana, Texas. Yeah. Florida really just, you know what I mean, yeah. but Miami for sure. So I think that shift came down to the South, though. Like, they started paying attention when Andre said that. And then more artists started coming out, like, mm-hmm. gradually from the South. To where you couldn't help but hear it. T.I. was a big part of that, too. Yeah, T.I. T.I. was, like, one of the first real big receptive. Luda like, Chris, too, because he went so mainstream. Uh-huh. You know Luda, saying? too. He was huge. You know mm-hmm. what I'm is considered the South, too. And then I was yeah. also going to say, uh, it's a lot, a lot of, of the <laughs> artists that were coming out of the South, their sound was still different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, if you can't, it brought you something new. Yep. It was a new way, but and then the South Master sound, P, the South them. sound kept changing too. So it was like while New York was still doing their New York thing, or the East Coast was still doing their thing, the South was still changing sounds. Mm-hmm. You got your trap music, then you got your dance music, and now you get trap music, and now we got today whatever the fuck you want to call it. So, but really back in the day too, <laughs> in the South, like the club scene was where your shit was right. Right. Hey, yeah. you yeah. know what I'm saying? If you can get somebody to play your shit in the club over and over and over again, and they catch that fire on the radio, like. So that's really how like shit really kind of blown up, like hustling flow, yeah, type shit. Shit, now it's just social media. Yeah, yeah. What you doing online? Mm-hmm. What you doing yeah. online? Instagram. How the story sound, you know? Like, what artists do y'all think from the south like help change that 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 sh- or help shift like that focus from the east side or up north to like the south? I Wayne. can definitely say you said Lil Wayne. Wayne, Wayne was one of them. Yeah, um, Wayne. I feel like Lil John. Um, sure. I feel yeah, like because yeah. Lil John had his reign for a long time. Gucci man, for sure. That's further down. I'm saying what artists oh, the or what the people shift. you okay. the shift like the people the pioneers for the South that I still moved like man. shifted their focus and has kind of kept it there. I still say Gucci man because you gotta think people still wasn't all the way on the South wave through like when Gucci man came like people fuck with the South. But Gucci man brought like niggas from all over. Everybody fuck with Gucci. Niggas in New York always say I fuck with Gucci and shit like that. I don't really fuck with the South music, but Gucci go hard. Yeah. So like he still was bringing people down like that wasn't you know really fucking with the South. Now I know it's a little earlier when the shift fir- first started, but yeah. I think Gucci definitely helped usher that in further. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure, for sure. You know, like I said, best to be. Yeah. Yeah. 
brought Snoop down to uh, Louisiana. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That shit was huge. So as far as us as artists and stuff and what we love, you know, what artists could y'all, because we all artists, what artists would y'all say influence y'all as artists to, you know, I could put y'all, put three artists on y'all selves that really help form y'all. Uh, three that help form them? Or influence y'all. Okay. I would say, like, this is not in any particular order, right? But, um, I would say Cole. Cole's just, like, my favorite artist, just in general. For sure, like, I just like Cole. You know what I mean? I've just always been a fan yeah. of Cole. Cole just resonates with me. He's about, he was 17. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, he just resonates with me. So, like, that's just forever. Um, a group of artists like that were a big influence is definitely, like, the cool kids, for sure. Like, a lot of people don't necessarily know about them, but, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Like, a lot, of, a lot of people don't necessarily know about the cool kids, but the cool kids were, like, doing a lot of shit before, like, shit technically took a trend. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, before the skinny jeans, before the snapbacks, like, before the jerseys, and, you know what I'm saying? All that shit, like, niggas been on that before, so, like, the cool kids, definitely, for sure. And then, <laughs> I would say, another one, believe it or not, was probably, like, Wiz. 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 I love Wiz. That's how you come around, I hear Wiz. I love Wiz, yeah. man. Like, yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, so, like, those three, just off the rip. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my, first, my first console was Matt Miller and Wiz Khalifa. Yeah. Uh, Matt Rice. Matt Rice. Matt Rice. Rest in peace to me. That combination was crazy. I'm already know. I'm saying my three out top. Uh, probably Kendrick Lamar. Y'all uh, been with some early folks. Uh, like, no, but I was going to go. Oh, okay. You know. Um, what you going to say about this? I would say Fonte <laughs> and Andre 3000. So, um. I get Andre 3000 sometimes people, you know, say who I sound like. I don't really see it. But I can tell you for sure I did, you know, draw inspiration from him. Way he flowed, storytelling. Uh, Fonte, you know, I like how he, he also sings, raps, you know, he got comfort in music. So mm-hmm. I take that from him. And then, you know, K died. You feel me? Yeah. Yeah, I, I hear that all the time. So. Mm-hmm. The my three probably. Who your three? I might have to definitely, like, I hate to say this cliche, but definitely Tupac starting out. And the reason I say that is because what I liked about Tupac, what I liked about Tupac, what I try to incorporate in my music is how direct he was, but yet impactful. Like, you know, you can give a message and it be able to touch so many different people because it's so simple and straight to the point. But it's not dumbed down enough to where it's like it just goes over people's heads, or it's not, you know, too saturated with consciousness to where it's like, well, what did he really mean? Yes. But like, it's meeting people where they at. So I definitely say Tupac starting out, and then I'll say Crip, of course, like I mentioned before. That was the first concert I ever went to was Crip. I've been to his concerts, got to meet him on the second one, and that man is just a poet. That's what I appreciate the most. Like he's a poet before he's a rapper. Mm-hmm. And so, lastly, Kendrick. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. I don't, <laughs> only reason, only reason I, I, it's like I want to say Kendrick, but at the same time, 
I kind of want to give it credit to like more of a pop artist like Michael Jackson. Like again, you like Little Michael? Little Michael. I don't like the way you act. <laughs> <laughs> say that is just because you know still music but taking a different form of it to touch so many different people in so many different ways like the only reason I'm so big on that is like it kind of goes behind my name DTM Daniel the Messenger like my whole thing is to at least inspire or touch at some kind of point in my music like there's going to be some type of message in some form of my music so like I get that a lot from Tupac and Michael Jackson. Those are very cliche answers, but it's true. It's your influence. And then, so like I said, with Craig, he's just a poet, and that's why I fell in love with writing just through poetry. So it's yeah. like, you know, okay. well, who are your three? I think for me, a lot of people expect me to say Blue Kim, but um, I recognize her influence and her pioneeringness, or whatever the word is. Right, but um, for me, I'm gonna have to say Andre th- 3000, just like you, because <laughs> like my first encounter with like really connecting to music was Outcast, and I think it might more so be more so uh, the um, poet aspect of Andre 3000 because I feel like he's a poet too. Um, Missy Elliott because she was just so multifaceted, like you know, she's a producer, she's a rapper, she's a singer. Like, she just had a lot going on, and then her creative eye and her creativity, like, she was on some futuristic shit, like, way back then. Mm-hmm. You know, people like her, yeah, Ludacris, and Busta Rhymes was, like, in their own lane as far as, like, the creativity, so that really spoke to me. And she was just different, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and then, interchangeably, I would have to say Ludacris and Juvenile. I grew up on Juvenile, and a lot of, like, sacred moments for me, um, and getting my hair done was around people smoking <laughs> weed and playing juvenile. So, but yeah, like I said, him and Ludacris are interchangeable as far as like more so juvenile because of like his rapping style, like the way he delivers. Yeah. And then Ludacris for like like his creativity, cre- creativity and his uh, rapping style too. Like he was just different. Like he had yeah. that energy yeah. that niggas wasn't really oh. giving. Yeah. T-Pain did. They was playing songs they produced as well. 
I'm not saying Ludacris ain't never had his hand in production, but like when we pull from Missy's production and like who she's produced, her hand was in the lead. Only twenty tracks. I'm saying, but when you talking about. Ludacris is gonna murder Missy. I like, ain't murder now. I ain't saying that. <laughs> nah, we ain't saying murder. Ain't we just said, hey, look, she, she done had her in some productions now. Even Monica, like, her longevity in relation to Ludacris, too. I'm not saying he's irrelevant, but, like, who your mind go to first? Who has more recent works? Missy does. And then, even thinking about it, I'm pretty sure Timberland, like, was hitting Missy Elliott up for, like, a lot of studio sessions for artists that he was even working she was she yeah, yeah. brought out J- Jasmine Sullivan when we first heard Jasmine Sullivan. True. Her vocals True. was on the background. Don't leave it at that though. All right though. Nice girl. Yeah. too. So yeah, Missy is in her own lane. Like we've never seen another Missy. You can't name nobody and somebody be like, yeah, she gonna be the next Missy. You ain't never heard nobody say that ever. content out there um a second project later on this year maybe this summer um i think i'm just really focused more so on like artist development with my own self like working on um perfecting my performance skills i feel like that's one of my areas i need to work on and breath control with that so yeah but i think the main thing is just getting that content so you're not consistently like starving for that and posting as soon as you get it, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, right. getting a lot of content is really where I'm at and being consistent with the content that we got. Yeah, so I would say like my um, thing would be just like working on my projects. Like my, I say like some of my last two release for like making solo stuff mm-hmm. and after that kind of like getting into like producing, putting things together. Getting back on the drums because it's been a minute since I touched them, and uh, yeah, just pretty much loading up the clip. That <laughs> way, when I'm ready to fire, of course, it's gonna be wow. <laughs> you know what I mean? So okay. yeah, so that's what I got coming up. There'll be some projects some coming up things. soon. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, for me, y'all gonna start seeing uh, more freestyles coming out of me. Y'all gonna start hearing hearing the raps more. Kind of sitting out a little bit, chilling, but you know, come back out with it. I'm gonna do something called another day at the office and be in the studio, have some of the dopest artists, reach out to some of the dope people in the city putting in work, and um, get them in here, put in work with them. So, yeah, y'all gonna hear raps and y'all gonna see, see me working with folks. Yeah. So, a whole bunch of other stuff in the works too, but y'all, y'all come along. Yeah. Y'all find it out. For me, the biggest thing is just consistency. Like, 
<coughs> I have music out, I have videos out, I have quote unquote photo shoots out, performances out. But for me, I just want to be more consistent with it. Um, you know, of course, as people, we, we deal with life every day. So it's like sometimes I, I'm a firm person. I'm a firm believer in just stepping away when I need to step away. I'm not the biggest person to draw attention to myself, so I don't have to announce it. So I'll just duck off without having to say, without saying anything, but then just pop out. And I know, you know, as far as engagement and the whole, you know, uh, what's the word? Uh, the algorithm of things. <clears throat> I know it don't work like that, but hey, I'm human. So, but nonetheless, uh, being more consistent with freestyles for messenger mondays i definitely have some singles that'll be coming out soon and you know some more visuals and definitely y'all can expect like vlogs from us yeah. like as a as a group as dynasty show um you know just to show y'all like a day in the life of just us you know as artists as yeah did as we even say what the dynasty was we didn't but no. i mean we can go in and we can just go ahead and iron that out now. That'd be a great way to close yeah, it out. <laughs> no, I'm just going to pass it. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, Dynasty is exactly how it sounds. It's, uh, for one, it's a group of people who are all talented. You know, we all got a, a, a good foundation of talent on us. All brilliant people. Um, also, we all got our own business ventures and stuff like that. That make us unique and bring us together in different ways. I think thus making us a Dynasty. Dynasty real estate business. This is, you know, Dynasty podcast. We got a music group, you know, and everybody working on their own different things that can help contribute to that dynasty. Or not, but at the end of the day, that's who we are. So, and as a group, we have group stuff coming out too. Definitely group music for sure. Yeah. So y'all keep y'all word on that because I ain't featured on shit. Oh, I mean, we'll get there. I was about to say y'all three got songs for days. Me, I'm just like. We really don't. I'm about to say, we, we only got like. We're the laid down verses, but it ain't nothing like official. Yeah. Like, we still got to finish it. It's like, oh, hey, we about to drop this. I mean, as far as anybody talking about anything, me and you are like the two leader artists out of the dynasty as it is. So it's like, and you really the one to push right now. So you really like, if this was TDE, you J Rock right now. Be before the motorcycle accident. Before before the motorcycle accident. You gonna you gonna pop up, then you gonna go away for a while. <laughs> no, 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 Yeah, I'm gonna you was just like, bro, you had the test run first. You feel me? And then she came she came behind you. True. So who's everybody in T D E? Well, it's a lot of niggas now. But the foundation niggas were schoolboys. So who am I in relation to T D E? Who would be who? Nah, no. not just because no, she, could. You. she could be. You would tell me. Nah, I give her a scissor, bro. Because scissor was a superstar. You feel me? She's a superstar. True, true, true. Like her true, own true, lane. True, 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 true. She's kind of independent of the Kendrick schoolboy, you know, asshole yeah, shit. Yeah, she got her yeah. own superstar shit going on. Cool. So, but, shit, honestly, at this moment, as far as her attraction and shit, you can give her Kendrick. Yeah, yeah. true. True. That's why I said. That's why we were saying before. Like, if it if it ever came down to like somebody major coming out to us and reaching out to you and wanting to put 
the whole machine and everything behind you, it would just be a thing that we would just transition to pushing you forward. Like all the attention, all of the effort, all of the direction would go to you mm-hmm. or for any other, any of us. Like, Depending on the time. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Then you might come out with a project in a, a month or so that might really demand his attention. It just depends on where we're at at the time, yeah. what, what's demanded for. I might come out with a project and it might shut shit down. It might require the machine, but we have to just kind of know that, you know, as a team and know where to apply that. Let egos be aside and just know no. Yeah. So at this current second, it would be C. Yeah. Okay. Alright, I feel like they kind of wrap up our first episode. We done told the folks who we are and talked about what really brought us to music mm-hmm. and kind of influenced how we kind of held on to that up until now. So. Yeah. And until next time. <laughs> Just a word from the messenger. If you change the way you look at things, the way you look at things will surely change. Dynasty, we out this thing. Love y'all. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I finally found my purpose, the journey was long, but it was worth it. Await the days they pay to see my name in cursive. Meet me with a realtor or at the dealership. That's the only way you'll get a copy of my penmanship. Classifying all of my movements, the greatness I'm pursuing. Identical to the Maya ruins, but I chopped and screwed it. Soon this nigga will be known as the king of a dynasty. That's just something that you need to know before you go try and meet.